calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Sarah Michelle Gellar of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Welcome to the Backstreet Boys. They're all grown up with their own reality. Cue the outrage. We are the pop culture professors. Pencils down, down. Smart people, dumb topics forever. Hello. Hello! Welcome to We Stand Together, an academic pop culture symposium. Mm-hmm. We are the professors of pop culture. I like it. I like sometimes we say professors mm-hmm. of pop culture and sometimes we say pop culture professor, but they're both true. They're both true. No matter how you break it down, the facts are the facts. Yeah. And we're just showing our students how grammar can, two things can be correct. I'm Caitlin yeah. Bitsagai. Mm-hmm. I'm Lauren Brickman. And this is an insight into how our brains are just falling apart piece by piece. And yet each week we come here to put them <laughs> back together. <laughs> Absolutely. This is our most lucid is when we're on these <laughs> Um, I just want to say we, Caitlin and I are now entering hour three of being on Zoom together. Were we recording the podcast this no. whole time? No. Leave it up to yourselves to figure out why we've been logged in for so long. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's not what this show's about. This show's not about our mental health. This show is actually about being an obsessive fan mm-hmm. and and standing and yes. exploring what that can be. Caitlin, what are you standing this week? Okay, I don't know if I'm standing this, but in the sense that I'm obsessed with it, I'm okay. obsessed with the fact that sister wife number three, Christine, mm-hmm. is leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, she said she's leaving Cody. Now, that's interesting terminology because it is. But they are breaking Mm -hmm. up as a romantic married couple. Um, For those of you, and I'll just go quick. There were four wives. (laughs) The the first wife and Cody have romantically not been together for a while. Sure. Yeah. But we don't. But but Mary, the first wife, has kind of hung around. She's She's been in the orbit. She's a friend of. She mm-hmm. got demoted to friend of, to use housewife speak. Okay. Um, but Christine, we don't know really what's going to happen because Christine really didn't want to live in Arizona anymore. She wanted to move back to Utah. So if she moves, Ooh. what does this mean for the show? Okay. You're asking good questions. I'm standing the fact that anyone spends less time with Cody Brown than they did a week ago. That's great. I'm yeah. concerned about my beloved show. Mm. 
Okay. I get, everything you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. And of course, as long as we have Janelle, we have a show. Yeah, that's all <laughs> so, we really need. No one that's all part. we really need. Lauren, are you are you standing or really concerned about something this week? <laughs> um. Well, you know what? I'm actually coming in hot with two things. Okay. I got two because I'm sure, you know, anyone that follows our Instagram account, they probably they they're downloading this episode and they know that I'm not okay because Joshua Jackson and his gorgeous, stunning wife, Jody, uh, have decided to both give me a blessing and a curse by doing a I can't even I can't I'm getting choked up just thinking yeah, about yeah. it. They they're doing a campaign with J. Crew for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I just fall deeper and deeper for those two and become increasingly more convinced that I will never find romantic happiness because I'm not part of that relationship. You know, I think everyone on the Zoom probably did a, did a wellness check with you and, and you're doing okay. Uh, I am I'm doing as well as I can. Here's where I'm actually concerned for you. I, yeah. I'm not going to change it. anything about your feelings about the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing other people share on Instagram, other straight women sharing like, mm-hmm. I love these two obsessed. Yeah. And it's like, I just feel like they need to like, let you have your lane, you know? Listen, it we we all know who the true stands are, and we know those that are performing stand up. Wow, this is one of the biggest accusations ever on the podcast. Listen, listen, I'm just gonna say it. Like, there, I see some people that are sharing it, and I know who's in solidarity, and I know who's just arriving to the party late. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of us have taken photos that Jody has posted and used them as our backgrounds on our phones for months on end. Right? Like, some of us have been with Jody for a long time, and some of us are just figuring out that Jody's there. Um. Some of us only know Josh because of streaming services like Hulu and Netflix. (laughs) So it's like, it's just like, no, do you know your facts? Do you know your history? I know who does and I know who doesn't. Um, But it's, but I appreciate everyone that reached out. I appreciate everyone who slid into the We Stand DMs. It is both a thrill and a challenge. We we don't typically like to be gatekeepers here. In fact, the opposite. Mm -hmm. But I I was concerned. No, listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, more love for Josh and Jody can't be a bad thing. It okay. really can't be. That's right. So, you know, sometimes sometimes wannabes become true believers, and that's a beautiful journey for folks to go on. So I'm not here to hate on anyone. I don't care how late you got to the party. You're at the party, and it's a beautiful party. The most beautiful party, some might say, especially when Josh is looking at Jody. And <laughs> I can't. I have to stop. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. stop. Okay. But I will add that this. the one thing I will say that I have that is my own um, right now is even though I can never have Jody and Josh, what I do have is um, the joy of discovering that Torrid, which is a plus size clothing line, they have extra short pants. Extra short. I've been looking for them my whole life because no matter how short a short is, I always have to hem them and then they never look right. And I finally have the extra short I've been looking for. And I finally have a pair of jeans I like. And it's a game changer. Wow. Honestly. That is huge. So, I don't have Josh or Jody, but I do have a pair of jeans I like. And you know what? You got to take the wins where you can. That's the first step. It's the first step. But you know, it's interesting the phrasing you said earlier, a wannabe becomes Mm -hmm. a believer. And I think that that's such an apropos Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. label because because of what happened the last time we had our two wonderful guests. Yeah, that's a gracious way of uh, reminding me not to throw stones in glass houses, Caitlin. Thank you. No, I brought it up. I stoked the fire on that earlier stuff. But please, <laughs> please welcome Victoria Edel and Ariel Gitlin. Hello. Hi. Gaslight, girl boss, gatekeep. 
the three G's that we live by. That's our sorority meeting. Well, we are so excited to have visiting professors, uh, Ariel and Victoria here, because Stan Stans, it, you, you may remember the last time they were here, they schooled us in all things One Direction. And since then, I have become... I'm a One Directioner. What can I say? Absolutely. You fully, fully. are. You you have joined yeah. the standum so hard. You send me TikToks now. You're deep mm-hmm. in. Wow. Student becomes a professor, literally. Listen, not to brag, but Victoria asked me a question about Larry's the other day. And I know what Larry's are. <laughs> that wow. is really That's true. true. Now, how's my boy Leaf doing? <laughs> 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 never send me tiktoks of leaf i'll say i actually did see a really funny tiktok making fun of his first solo song the one that's stripped that down where he's like used to be in oh, 1d yeah. but like now i hate those guys or whatever and it was like someone pretending to be the music producer who's like you really want to say that like that's really like this is the song that you really want to make um so okay, that's what leaf's mm-hmm. up to love yeah him. love he's him chilling. he's doing his art <laughs> He's been drawing a lot. Missing him. So basically, the last time you all were here, you you ushered me into a new phase of pandemonium. And Caitlin remained the same. <laughs> Here's the truth. I really haven't listened to any new artist regularly since March of 2020. Like, it's just not mm-hmm. something That's my true. brain could take okay. in. Lauren did make me a mix of five Nile songs because I told her, keep it. Keep it short. Like, I just need to concentrate. And I did enjoy those and I do listen to them <laughs> sometimes, you. but I just can't. It, it's just like the pandemic of it all. I can't hear mm-hmm. new artists. Like, it has to be comfort immediately. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. And for me, Harry and Niall have become that comfort. Makes sense. I listen to the same four songs every minute for <laughs> like a year and a half before I like move on to another song. So I totally understand. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to have you guys back in the classroom because you you really elevated my appreciation and understanding of all things 1D. And it's brought me no endless joy in the past year. And today we're talking about something that I come to with a little more knowledge than I did One Direction, but I am by no means qualified to be leading a class on the topic that is Taylor Swift. Oh, we're so excited you asked us, and by which I mean... We're so all so excited <laughs> that I texted you and said, can we come on and talk about Taylor Swift? Because this this woman is in my brain, in the wheels of mm-hmm. my brain, just running mm-hmm. the cranks in there. Lately, mm-hmm. I feel like she mm-hmm. is puppeting me. Like I spend wow. I spend yeah. a lot of time each day just thinking about what she's doing, what she's thinking. <laughs> I saw today that Taylor Swift's boyfriend, uh, Joe Alwyn, mm-hmm. who was an actor, that I would say most people, when you're like Joe Alwyn, they're like, I don't know who that is. What has he been in? And then you're like, oh, did you see The Favorite? He mm. was one of the guys, not that guy, the other guy. You know, so it's like a little rough. But he's going to be in a movie with Margaret Qualley, who is dating Jack Antonoff. And Jack Antonoff and Taylor Swift are like BFFs. Wow. So I do wonder if when they do film that movie, if we will get like paparazzi friendship wow. photos. But the thing that is most interesting to me, one of the things that's most interesting about Taylor Swift's relationship with Joe Allen is that there's mm-hmm. like no photos of them together. Mm-hmm. There's like two photos of them together. And they've even gone, like they both went to the Golden Globes like the same year and like did not hmm. pose for photos together, which I find hmm. very interesting. Well, I heard, um, I thought that she didn't want to take the limelight away from him because that was like his night. No, I, I, I think there's a million reasons why. I totally understand why this is not 
why she is treating this relationship differently than like every other relationship before. Listen, he's not like other boys, you know? <laughs> wow. But Caitlin, Caitlin, you like Taylor. Yes, already. I like Taylor. I'm wearing a folklore sweatshirt right now, but mm. I actually missed a lot. And I explained this to Victoria, I think a few weeks ago. Like I liked Taylor early on and then mm-hmm. I just faded away. No reason just did same and then i kind of came back with the 1989 of it all and through there mm-hmm. so there's a lot of m- middle ground i'm missing i feel i will say i was i was similar except i came back way later i heard lover last summer and thought it was a new bop mm. i mean it's not old have you heard the nile cover of lover which is great <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to connect uh the nile cover is really good listen to it about 20 times this morning while i was getting ready <laughs> she thinks the taylor one is great. the cover as you should. <laughs> I have no idea. I wish if I, well, no, that would not be the one question I would ask Taylor, but um, I have a list. But I think that <laughs> question number seven would be why Sean on the remix, why not Niall um, of Lover? The mm. Sean remix sucks. It's not good. And the Niall cover it's is so good. very good. And I wish mm-hmm. is what the Sean remix sounded like, but Sean sucks now. So. Now, when we say Sean, Mendez, do we mean. Mm, I don't get that one. Well, okay, so I will say that I went to the 1989 tour at uh, the Meadowlands in 2016, I think that was. Yeah. And Sean Mendez was one of the openers. Oh, it was 2015. Sean, and he was like a baby. Like he was still like famous from Vine, like 16 year old Sean. So I do think him and Taylor do go back, but that would be fine if she stopped going back <laughs> you've already answered several <laughs> questions i've had but i've not had the energy to google uh the words vine suddenly make sean mendez make a lot more sense to me yeah yeah he was like like when vine was happening it was like all these boys doing pranks and then sean mendez singing in little clips right. and that was the whole app i get it now yeah i, I get it i wrote for this um mtv takeover that sean mendez did it was like his first mm. television like his first time being off vine <laughs> And it wasn't even a show, just so you understand. It was like the stitched together interstitials that MTV has always done. And mm-hmm. it was a, a <laughs> super sweet 16 marathon that he hosted. <gasps> wow. wow. Is wow. this your credential for being a professor on this topic? Today? I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have like a Taylor Swift credential other than like I, I've i consumed a lot of media that she's done the soundtrack for. Yeah. I, like, I've never been to a Taylor concert. That's no, fine. I haven't either. I've never seen her live. Okay, so a lot of the concerts are recorded. So you can watch the Reputation Tour on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And okay. then she did, if you have Disney Plus, you can watch the Folklore Long Pond sessions where her and Jack Antonoff and the guy from The National talk through all the songs in the album and perform them. And then also the one that's with Justin hmm. Berner from Bon Iver, they like Zoom him in to like do it with Taylor. And like weirdly, he like won't show his face and is wearing like a face mask. I don't know what that was about, but it's really nice. Uh, so there's, there's some entry level media for you. Okay. I, I'm really trying to think of what my credential is. I don't know that I have one, but I feel like Caitlin, just the fact that you own a folklore sweatshirt makes me feel like you're head of the class already. Love this sweatshirt. Actually, someone asked me the other day. <laughs> uh, it was physical therapy, not to brag, that I went to. Uh, she asked me cool. if I like if I like Taylor Swift or if I just had the sweatshirt, which I thought <laughs> was funny because I was like, the sweatshirt's kind of expensive. <laughs> like, why? And it's like, why? N- uh, no, that is yeah, very it, funny. That, that wouldn't make sense. 
It's like, no, I just wear it for the cred. The cred. <laughs> I have the cardigan, which I'm wearing right now. And mm-hmm. one day I was wearing it. And my mom goes, you know, there's a commercial where a girl has a bunch of those in a closet. And I was like, was oh, it girl. Taylor Swift? <laughs> and she was like, no, I don't think so. And then it came on again. And I was like, mom, that's Taylor Swift. And she was like, oh, yeah, I guess that is Taylor Swift. That's hilarious. It was rough. <laughs> Is that is the cardigan your credential? No, the cardigan is not. Well, like I said, I went to the 1989 tour. Mm-hmm. That was huge for me. I would say that pre-Red, which as many people know, maybe not all the listeners, we are getting the re-record of Red next week. We've gotten no mm-hmm. singles yet, so we don't know what any of it sounds like. We, we have nothing. So before Red, I was sort of like a dabbler in Taylor Swift. I liked specific songs, but I wasn't like, full in and then when red came out one of my coworkers who i didn't like had a cd and he was like do you want to borrow it and put it in your computer because it's you know what we used to do in the day and i was like yeah i do so i like burnt the cd from his cd and then i was like this is the greatest album i've ever listened to into my entire life and then that made me a swifty that was it i love that i love that journey ariel what's your <laughs> taylor journey um okay so I, like, categorize my life based on, like, Taylor Swift eras. Like, I Mm -hmm. truly, I remember where I was during, like, big Taylor Swift events. Um, I remember my first Taylor Swift music video. Um, It was 2009. And I was like, I don't like country music. And my college roommate, Kayla, was like, you'll like this. And she showed me the love story video. She was like, you like Shakespeare and like theater and like romance and stuff. Like, I'm going to play this for you. She played it for me and I like beams shot out of my eyes. I was like, I I love what I'm seeing now. From then, I just like, I remembered like driving to Target to get CDs on opening day. Uh, I remember where I was the first time I saw a picture of Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. (laughs) Like I was like screaming and called her into the room. And There was a Taylor Swift concert, and I know that like concerts are not readily available to everyone. Like I, so I, I don't think that that you know, it does not make or break being a Swifty. But there was an event that I was at called the Speak Mm -hmm. Now Tour, um, Ah. in in Massachusetts at uh, Gillette Stadium. It was her first rain show, um, so it Mm -hmm. was like outdoors at Gillette Stadium, and it like started. Absolutely. She like put her hand out like this during Fearless when it was like in the rain in my best dress Fearless. And she like felt a raindrop on her hand and looked out at us. And then she (laughs) kept going for the whole show just in pouring rain and we were all soaked. And then she like tweeted about it that night. Like Twitter was new in like 2011. And then she talked about it in Rolling Stone and like called it her favorite concert yet. And it was like it was like changed my life and like I didn't have a phone that took pictures in 2011 <laughs> and so I no no one will ever know I was there you know except now you, you have this podcast yeah, yeah exactly um so that like really sort of solidified it I've been a a real Swifty ever since amazing well well, I'm excited to, you know, take my casual fandom to Swifty. I hope that we can make you love her, test your knowledge mm-hmm. a little bit. We we brought yeah. some games. You know, we're a- avid listeners. 
of the pod. I would love to find out that I actually know more than Caitlin does because I walked in assuming that she's going to school me, but it would bring me great joy mm. to find out that somehow mm, she just has the sweatshirt, I think. <laughs> That's it. But it gives me powers. The answers are written inside. <laughs> Taylor actually whispers directly into your ear yeah. when you're wearing mm-hmm. folklore gear. I'm I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm ready for our first test, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I I say we should start with game number one. Yeah. Oh, this is so funny. I did not name this, and now I see that Victoria yeah, named I, it. I added a name after. <laughs> okay, so game one is called Romeo Take Me. Um, Taylor Swift lyric or Shakespeare quote? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, um, okay. So uh, we're gonna keep tabs, and I'm gonna read a okay. quote. I'll keep score for you. Oh, thank you so much. Great. Yeah, I got you. And you both are going to tell me whether you think it is from Shakespeare writing it or from Taylor Swift writing it. (laughs) Okay. Number one, love all, trust a few, do wrong to no one. That's Taylor. Caitlin? I'll say Shakespeare. (laughs) Yep. That's from All's Well That Ends Well by Shakespeare. (laughs) Which, as you know, is a line in Lover, All's Well That Ends Well to End Up With You. If you, like, know any women who got engaged in the summer of 2019, they, like, all use that as the caption. Every single one of them. Wait, so it's both. I was right, though. It is Taylor. No, that's the name of the play. All's well that ends well. This was love all, trust a few, do wrong to know. No, I was just trying to sneak in a point. That's how I got points in theater history in college. I would just go, but here's how I actually write. And then my teacher would be like, I guess maybe. I got a lot of half points, which would result in passing. Okay, this is number two. I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bones in a faith forgotten land. I'm just going to say Taylor. Taylor? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bones. It's Taylor Swift. I know. I was like, she's acting. Like, this is like Macbeth's Mm. witches. Like, we're we're doing it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was kind of trying to act. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's from the song Ivy. Wow. Well, Caitlin's now two for two, so. Yeah, how do you feel? Thanks. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. But, you okay. know, anything could happen. And I don't know how many yeah, questions okay. there are. A thousand? So, yeah, there's a thousand. thousand. Yeah. While I bathe in cliffside pools with my calamitous love and insurmountable grief. That's Shakespeare. Shakespeare. That's Taylor Swift. Wow. <laughs> no. What is it? That's from her song, The Lakes, which is a bonus track on um, folklore. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Well. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, much like math, I'm about to fail. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, you're both doing really amazing, but I really wouldn't know Victoria's keeping score. Um, <laughs> okay. And the next one is speak low if you speak love. Shakespeare. Yeah, it is. Is yeah, it from a right. comedy or a tragedy? Uh, it's from a comedy. Sitcom. Sitcom. It's from, <laughs> it's from Friends. Oh, is it? It's from Reba. No, it's from. <laughs> it's not much to do about nothing, is it? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, okay. Wow, you are like really redeeming yourself. Yeah, that was good, Lauren. Bitter <laughs> history. I was in Sh- Oklahoma Shakespeare in the Park Young Company. We did much to do about nothing. Sorry about it. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, that unmatched form and feature of blown youth blasted with ecstasy. Taylor, but somebody's telling me to say Shakespeare. I'll say Taylor. It is Shakespeare. I was, yeah. yeah. That is from Hamlet. Uh, Lauren, I feel like you get partial credit for that, maybe. Okay. <laughs> That's Ophelia, <laughs> I think. Um, oh. That's right. 
Um, okay, this one is easy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> love is blind and lovers cannot see. Uh, I think that's, I think you're tricking us Shawn here. Sean Mendes. Actually- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, isn't that from uh rogers and hammerstein cinderella starring camilla <laughs> yeah that's camilla cabello yeah thank you i couldn't think of her last name when they sing rhythm nation <laughs> camilla cabello as cinderella yeah 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 she improvised a lot on set and they used it yeah. <laughs> but they were like this is this will work some people call camilla the other shakespeare um <laughs> i do every day yeah. no that is from merchant of venice Mm-hmm. Oh, Allegedly. I hate that play. No one made an official <laughs> guess, so I can't do any plays. Oh, ignore that one. It's Sean Mendes. No, Sean Mendes is as good a guess as yeah. any. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's just a couple more. Or or okay. tell me to stop. I don't know. It's your podcast. No, go for it. <laughs> it's your show today. Okay. Um, never be so kind, you forget to be clever. Never be so clever, you forget to be kind. Taylor. Taylor. Yes, that's true. That's from her song Marjorie. I really thought you were going to say that's from a tattoo she has. <laughs> that's from a tattoo she has. That, as far as we know, she doesn't have any tattoos. As far as we know. Wow, that's huge. I, she could secretly, but as far as we know. <laughs> um, you understand now why they lost their minds and fought the wars and why I've spent my whole life trying to put it into words. Shakespeare? Shakespeare, yeah. Taylor. Wow. Yeah, that's from her song. What song is that? That's from her song, You Are In Love, from 1989. And it is about watching Lena and Jack be in love. <laughs> it's really Gosh. good, though. Pass. Despite that history, Pass. it's really good. So Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing song. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. If you if I had never said it, you would have never known that's You never would have been like, this is about Lena Dunham. Like, yeah, it doesn't say happened. Lena yeah. Dunham more than a couple times. Yeah. Uh, Okay, one last left. Um, uh, And I've loved in shades of wrong. We learn to live with the pain. Mosaic broken hearts. Mosaic broken hearts. That's Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, that's Taylor Swift. That is from her song, Jade of Grace. How happy some are there some can be. This was so fun. You guys are great. Lauren got four and a half points and Caitlin got five points. Oh, wow. wow. Very good. Very good work. Nice. The nice. Sweatshirt, nice. The sweatshirt really pulled it out. I'm, yeah, sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm comfortable with how little I know Taylor Swift. I have to say I'm disappointed in my uh, in not recognizing old Billy Shakes a little better. I don't I didn't remember. I don't remember anything. I, don't. I think <laughs> I, I'm going to say something. I think I may have drank too much in grad school. Wait, that's I crazy. Have, no one has I ever think said I that. I drank too much. I don't know, y'all. I think there's something. I think maybe uh, I went to a party school. I don't know. <laughs> I Just can re- I can remember like m- monologues that I did, but I can't remember like anything I read. I can re- I the line I said of Shakespeare is from a monologue I memorized not to perform in class but I mem- my one of my college roommates was in much ado about no she was in Midsummer Night's Dream and I memorized one of her monologues because I dressed as her for a Halloween party and I kept performing her <laughs> monologue at the party and I wow. still remember that 
but I couldn't tell you a lick of the text from any of the Shakespeare plays I've actually written <laughs> in myself. Funny. <laughs> that is the most theater school thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, take a break and Google if alcohol has any negative effects. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing. So I'd actually like to get on that immediately. And we'll be right back. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All right, we're back. Uh, turns out there are some negative implications from binge drinking. Uh, wish someone had told me that a little bit sooner in life. Thanks, Google. <laughs> where, where were you in 2011, huh? I just Googled alcohol and then I got <laughs> some ads. So then I just... Just started ordering more. I don't know. Yeah, Caitlin, where did that Budweiser seltzer come from? How did it come so quickly? The drizzly guy just waits outside my door <laughs> with a cooler. Well, by the way, that I have no idea what slaves. you both were doing on Zoom for two hours before we logged in. But I did log in and the the morale was low. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. Okay, well we finally get it going on Patreon. We will let you know at the twenty dollar tier yes. what we were complaining I'm about. So sorry. You just were both really quiet. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> um. It's good feedback. It's good feedback. All right. So what 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 are what are you all gonna be uh pontificating on, particularly in regards to Taylor today? <laughs> okay, so when I did the podcast when we talked about One Direction, we did successfully get one of you to be a stan and one of you to stay exactly the same. But I, <laughs> she's open I, to liking it. So I yeah. am open mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, persuasion is in degrees. It's not binary, and you move the scale, so that's huge. Uh, thank you. Um, but yeah. I did get like feedback that my thesis that One Direction is a rock band was not right like people did uh, <gasps> tell me that and i was like okay wow. i really like i know that there's so many things i can talk about with taylor swift i just like kind of want to keep it broad ish because i just like want you to love her i want you to understand her um so mm-hmm. my thesis today is all of taylor swift's songs are actually about me <laughs> oh, yeah. If you just if you just change a few oh, details, okay. that's fascinating. So you thought, based on the reaction you got on your last thesis, that the best way to ensure that you not get any clapbacks, yeah, is to just okay, yeah. No one okay. can really argue with okay. this because it's really about me. Um, but I truly, to 
broaden mm-hmm. it to all the listeners. What I mean is mm-hmm. that like her songs are endlessly relatable. And even though she uses mm. like beautifully delicious specifics, I have in my life been able to be like, that's about me. Okay. If you just change every word uh, and it is about <laughs> me. And like I associate different songs of hers with different parts of my life and with different like people that have broken my heart at different times. And it's like, well, I don't care if she says that their eyes are green and they're really blue. It's like, well, mm. that song's about this person for me. I do have a couple examples if Please. this would help. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so in Taylor's song Fearless, mm-hmm. the lyrics are We're driving down the road. I wonder if you know. I'm trying so hard not to get caught up now, but you're just so cool. Run your hands through your hair, absent mindedly making me want you. And when I think about that, mm. I think about a situation I've been in where the person driving like put his hands in his hair and he like (laughs) thought he was really cool and it feels really Mm. relatable. And then we sort of get to the next line where till we run out of road in this one horse town, we're not in a one horse town. Um, And then the next line is it's the first kiss. It's flawless, really something it's fearless. We did not kiss. (laughs) Um, But to me, the song is still about that situation. Yeah, no. Wow. So I, I see myself in that song as well. And I also see Caitlin. And it's about wow. me. Interesting. Every Taylor mm. Swift song is about me and also you mm-hmm. separately. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know I'm like kind of doing a joke, but like I no, really need sense. you to know that I'm no, very serious. Okay. No, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm yeah. It allows you to project on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's songs are so personal to her and then eventually later in her career to the characters that she's come up with. However, mm. it's not in like the main character way that like so many things are where like the main character like the main female character is just like bland and like nothing Mm -hmm. so that you can project yourself onto them because it's like I don't have as easy of a time projecting myself onto like that but for some reason when she uses specifics I'm like I don't care that is still about me um so like with her song spark sly every time I hear it I think it says get me with those green eyes baby as the lights go down Oh, it gives me chills, mm-hmm. but I have, n- I don't think I've ever been in any sort of relationship with someone with green eyes as much as a nice that would be. I don't think anyone actually has green eyes. <laughs> that could be my own thesis. Everyone who has green <laughs> eyes has hazel eyes and they're lying. Mm. My husband has hazel eyes. My yeah. dad has green eyes. Are they not hazel? They're really green? No, they're like the more emeraldy green. And mm. did he put them on TikToks? Yes, he put them on TikTok. Yeah. You know, maybe he gets up and puts contacts on every morning. I don't know. I don't know. Caitlin's (laughs) dad is, by the way, the funniest person ever. Absolutely. Mm. And he's called Taylor Swift the smartest woman in the entertainment industry. And you know what she is? That could have been my other thesis, but I didn't want to take from him. Your dad should be the fifth chair on The View. (laughs) That's how I feel. (laughs) It should be Whoopi, Joy, your dad, Sonny, and Sarah. (laughs) <laughs> I just got a vision of the four of us and your dad going to a Taylor Swift concert, and I'm here for it. But, uh, put it down in absolutely on the calendar. Okay, I have one more example if it's helpful. Okay. Yeah, and by one I mean two. I have two. Okay, so in Taylor's <laughs> song "All Too Well," um, the lyrics are: "I walked through the door with you. The air was cold, but something about it felt like home somehow. I have felt that okay. way." And I Uh, left, and then it goes, and I left my scarf there at your sister's house, and you've still mm -hmm. got it in your drawer even now. Now, I've never left a scarf at Maggie Gyllenhaal's house, but 
Okay. Yes. Song still feels like something I have personally been through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've left a scarf somewhere, though. Actually, I don't know if I ever have. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, I definitely um, have. Ariel's from Massachusetts, mm-hmm. uh, and they are taught to value their knitwear. So she there you never go. Goes oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we value our knitwear. Um, and then my last example is from Taylor Song Style. You've got that long hair slicked back white t-shirt. That's true. Harry Styles does have all those things. Um, But then it sort of goes on to say, and I got that good girl faith and a tight little skirt. Um, And when we go crashing down, we come back every time. We never go out of style. We never go out of style. Um, And that doesn't relate to me because Harry Styles has never liked me back. But I (laughs) still feel like it's a position that I've been in. You've never gotten into a car accident with Harry Styles either. Harry, Harry and Taylor mm. are both horrible drivers. Dude, there, oh, no. is an, there is an internet conspiracy, by the way, that they committed vehicular manslaughter. <gasps> it's a joke. It's not real. There's no real dead person. No, but, everyone's fine. But it is like an internet joke. In style and out of the woods, there's a lot of lyrics about how they suck at driving. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> Harry, crashed, Harry crashed a snowball Oh, meal. <laughs> yes, a snowmobile. My friend was that for Harry Weed. He was Harry who crashed a snowmobile. It was very fun. Wow. 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 Well, Ariel, I believe that Taylor wrote these songs. Yeah. Thinking and about you, thesis. for yeah. sure. And that was the mm-hmm. end of your sentence. I believe she wrote these songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll only go that far. And she did. You convinced yes, me. She actually songs. wrote them. <laughs> no, I think what you're saying, it makes perfect sense because the more specific you go, the more universal. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. I think another artist that's like this is Paul Simon. And like, yeah. Graceland, like yeah. Graceland is about going to Graceland when you're divorcing Carrie Fisher, which I've not yet done. But when not you yet. listen to it, you're like, it's me. I recently yeah. found out that Only Living Boy in New York is about how Art Garfunkel was in a Mike Nichols movie, so he had to go mm-hmm. film the movie, and Paul Simon was so sad and missed Art Garfunkel so much that he wrote Only Living Boy in Aww. New York about it. Right, it makes me feel aw, but it also makes me laugh. Um, so yeah, I have never missed Art Garfunkel, but I know what he means when I listen to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's the that's the more, that's the difference between like a good song and a great song, right? Or like we talk I talk about that in my real classroom, we talk about that very thing a lot, mm-hmm. right? Like that that's that like that true artist thumbprint that makes it feel like nobody else in the world could have come up with it, but at the same time it makes yeah. sense to everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's that thing that has to feel like brand new and comfortable all at the same time. It's like, somehow this is my new favorite blanket and it's everything I've always wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm. But I just got it. It's it's sort of like, I don't have musical talent and like, I feel like Taylor writes the songs that I'm feeling like, and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even if they're not about me, (laughs) which they are. But you, but if you could, you. You would have written at least one song about Harry Styles. So in yeah, that part, a couple. that's absolutely true. Uh, this is just a, this is just, by the way, a fun fact to tie together both of the pods that we've guested on is that, mm-hmm. did you know that Halsey, the singer mm-hmm. Halsey, originated on like One Direction Tumblr singing a song about like Taylor Swift and Harry Styles that she wrote as like fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And 
then she like went on tour with Taylor and opened for her and she's like friends with Harry and like went to his concert and stuff. It's just like dreams oh, do come wow. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halsey won. Yep. <sighs> wow. That was the inspiration I needed to keep writing my Joshua, Jody, and Lauren fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Fan fan fiction becomes mm. movies. Yeah, yep. It's true. That's actually my new thesis. Amazing. Well, I get it. You know, I I, I get I get why Swifties are Swift. Okay, that yeah. makes me feel amazing. Um, <laughs> and I didn't play clips because I got busy and didn't pick clips, but also because I was afraid that she would sue me. And that's not how I want to meet her for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Played Fair enough. Well, well, thank you so much, Ariel. I'm, 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 I'm feeling already so much more knowledgeable. Oh yeah, amazing. I, Victoria, do you want to? Should we play another game or yeah. should we? Uh, we always want to play a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely thrilling to get to be playing the games. It's good. Okay. It's fun to have the tables turned and to be the the tormented, not the tormentor, you know? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense that you would want that. Okay. So we've talked right. about Taylor as the artist. This yes. is a little more about Taylor, the celeb. Okay. okay. So this game is called You and Me, We Got Big Reputations. Is this Taylor Swift headline real or (gasps) fake? Okay. Oh, (laughs) so good. All right. So Ariel's going to keep track of how you guys do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will. Yeah. Okay. I'm very excited. Okay. So the first one is confirmed. Taylor Swift sometimes travels inside a giant suitcase to avoid paparazzi. Is that true or fake? (laughs) I don't know. It just feels true. It feels true. It is true. And because it is, yeah. It is from November 2018. The back, So the headline specifically is that apparently somebody asked Zane about this in an interview, and he was like, yeah, she does that. But there had been photos of an enormous suitcase being carried out of her New York City apartment, and people were like, what is in that suitcase? Oh, she's and people joked that it was Taylor, and then eventually we're like, no, it's definitely actually Taylor and in the suitcase. Well, you guys saw just okay. saw Harry in concert, and you know that he, like, he goes to the stage in a suitcase. In a box. Yeah. yeah. I was, it was I really mean, fun to tell Lauren about that at the concert. So it's like, yeah, Taylor, like, I mean, you guys, she had to be in that suitcase. She was in the suitcase. Yeah. She, was, she was confusing. But Lauren, that. do you not believe it now that Zane said it? <laughs> um, no, it's not that I don't think the things that Zane says are true. It's that I don't want to hear him speak. <laughs> That's fine. He's, okay. Not, let's not do Zane discourse. I think that's yeah, for the sorry. best. Okay. So next one. Netflix's mm-hmm. Squid Game slammed by pop star Taylor Swift. Is that true or false? false. No, she's false. That's false. False, I guess. Uh, she's not going to be that stupid. Okay, so that is fake. Really, the real yeah. headline was Netflix's Ginny and Georgia slammed by pop star Taylor right. Swift. Right. Yes. That makes more yes. sense. Yeah, I remember that's that like a happening. huge thing that happened. I remember that happening. Yeah. yeah. That was earlier yeah. this year. Taylor has enough smart people around her, and she's smart enough herself to know not to come for Squid Games. No, she would say nothing about Squid Games. She only because no. Ginny and Georgia, for people who don't remember, like had a throwaway oh. joke about mm-hmm. like you're moving through men like Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift yep. was like, "Why did you do this to me?" Yeah, um, which I respect. Okay, next one: Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal share Thanksgiving maple lattes. Is that true or false? True. Yeah, true. 
That's right. It's true. It's from November 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in People magazine. Uh, here's what they wrote. In Brooklyn, alongside new boyfriend Jake Gyllenhaal, around 10.30 a.m., the pair popped into Park Slope's Gorilla Coffee for specialty maple lattes made with pure Vermont syrup. They were really <laughs> sweet. Really, really sweet, says a source at the shop, adding that the duo also tipped well. Well, that's good. Wow. Once I got a maple latte because of those maple lattes, which are so famous, mm-hmm. and it was horrible. Wow, it was not good. You gotta, you gotta come to my neighborhood. Okay. There's a, I, I got a spot on my block. Makes a great maple latte. Not too sweet. Not too sweet. Okay, I'll be there. I'm coming right now. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. So next is Taylor Swift colon Joe Jonas dumped me over AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> is that true or false? False. It's very close to true, but it's false. It's it's close, but off. Okay, it's so false. this is from November 2008, and the real headline was, Joe Jonas dumped me over 27-second phone call, which yeah. she wow. told Ellen, uh, and Ellen said, quote, he broke up with you on the phone? That's not right. And then Taylor <laughs> said, it's all right, I'm cool. You know what? It's like, when I find that person that is right for me, he'll be wonderful. When I look at that person, I'm not even going to remember the boy who broke up with me over the phone in 27 seconds when I was 18. And it's like, actually, that's not true, Taylor, because you will re-record <laughs> Fearless. And yes. everyone will be like, all these songs are about Joe. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's really a problem with the phone call, considering mm-hmm. they're both like probably on world tour and stuff at the time. Yeah. True. According to Joe, he right. was trying mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Oh, explain himself and Taylor hung up. Yeah. Well, I respect and it. that's fine. I'm going to believe him. I'm going to believe him. And that's fine. Yeah. According to Taylor, it's like I I get Taylor's POV too. Yeah. Listen, it sucks to be the dumped, not the dumpy. But the fact that he called it all and, hey, it was his voice on the other side. He didn't make Nick do it. Unless he threw his voice. He might have thrown his voice. Speaking of Nick, (laughs) while I was looking for headlines to do, I found, like, a fan site that was mad that Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift had become friends. And allegedly some, I don't know if they said this, but allegedly the origin was that when Selena was dating Nick, which I don't even remember that happening, and... Taylor was dating Joe. They like went on a double oh, date yeah. and that's how they became friends. But then like after they like stayed really close friends and this person was like, but Demi's dating Joe. So like, how could Selena do that to Nick? And I was like, what are you mad oh, about? That's confusing. What, what, are you, wow. what are you complaining about? Everybody's mad about something, but I love Taylor and Selena's friendship. So me too. Me too. Me too. Okay. Here's another one. Taylor Lautner thinks it's weird dating another Taylor. Is that real? That's or true. That's true. I actually, if you tell me that's not true, this is going to be a real Bernstein Bernstein moment because <laughs> I remember this hell. Okay, this I believe you, but I'm going to say false because I don't think Taylor Lautner has the self awareness to like know like his name and mine. Like the way you teach a baby, the difference between like you and me. Like it just he doesn't. I think you're probably right, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say. Okay, well, it was true. <laughs> it's okay, magazine, it. November 2009. Uh, and here's the beginning of that headline uh, article. New Moon's buffest, baddest werewolf, Taylor Lautner, admits it's kind of weird dating Taylor Swift because they have the same name. And he had nothing, like, in, he was just like, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I have a memory of it. I feel like they got a soundbite of him saying this somewhere, which is why it then turned into a headline. I think it was on like Entertainment Tonight. It was like Entertainment Tonight or something. It was like, uh, because, and I remember it because I will say I was a huge Twilight stan, Mm. but I 
very much was Team Edward, not Team Jacob. Oh. And so I mm-hmm. I lived for anything in the press that made Taylor look stupid. Dang. <laughs> so funny. Well, Taylor and Taylor were in Valentine's Day. Yes, which is a so horrible think, movie. And I, actually, okay, uh, not to get into like depth, but in April 2020, I did watch He's Just Not That Into You and mm-hmm. Valentine's Day basically back to back. And Valentine's Day was much better than He's Just Not That Into You, like by a mile. If you took the best parts of each of those movies and re-edited them as one movie, it could be a good movie. That's true. But I would rather watch Valentine's Day, even though it is insane. I could watch the clip. I, I, I love those Gary Marshall movies where it's like one yeah. night and I just love them especially Valentine's Day. And I love when Taylor Swift is in the elevator with the big bear and she's like, guess yes. what I found? And I walked out and there was like, this bear. <laughs> it's just, I, I love when she's like cheerleading. She's perfect. So there are parts of that film that are good, but at the end of the day, Patrick Dempsey is cloying in it. So <sighs> yeah, but he's the bad guy. He's cheating. I know. I just, so. That whole story, that whole plot was... That's yeah. actually his real self. That's himself. And I, bad person. and I didn't understand why they were splicing together footage from a documentary in a narrative <laughs> film. And it just was confusing. That's always confusing to me when that happens in a film. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was confusing. Okay, next headline. Harry Styles and Taylor Swift split after heated argument during MTV VMAs? Question mark. No. no. It wouldn't be the MTV. Uh, it wouldn't be the MTV. <laughs> Okay, it was from January 2013. Harry Styles and Taylor Swift split after heated argument during Caribbean holiday. That makes so much more sense because that's what happened. <laughs> this is well, allegedly. I mean, who knows? Well, no, you Harry had that. flown to the U.S. to surprise Taylor so they mm-hmm. could spend New Year together. But while in the Caribbean, they had a huge fight. Taylor got on the next plane back to the U.S. And Harry hung around for a few days, letting off steam. I know. There's like these, mm. there's this picture of Taylor sitting alone on a boat leaving, like so sad. And then like there's pictures from Harry the same day with like friends like dancing or something. Blowing off the steam. Yeah, blowing off the steam. Blowing off something. <laughs> what do you think the argument was about? Okay, my theory. I love, would love to hear it. So based on, because, you know, even if I don't know your music, celebrity gossip, I always know. Yeah, but bits and pieces I, I know of their breakup and having gone back and listened to music from his point of view at the time that they were together and post together, whatever, I think what happened was they were on that vacation and he was living his best young guy life. And I don't think his best young guy life was necessarily boyfriend material behavior. Mm-hmm. And I bet you he was either leaning into being flirted with or da- he was doing something that I'm sure... Uh, you know, you do when you're of a certain age and you're that hot and you're you know, on a tropical island. And I bet you because I think I've always gotten the impression that because Taylor was so successful, so young and she dated much older men, oftentimes it was because I think she's always wanted. She seems like someone who's always craved like a monogamous, stable adult relationship. And I think Harry was probably just like, I like you, but like, girl gets there you know like girl Mm -hmm. yeah you a girl i'm a boy i'm not ready to be like man woman relationship i think yeah i think it was just a couple years difference in their ages and like Mm -hmm. his fame was at a place like i think it was like they just had this undying attraction to each other and like he would show up at her house like in the middle of the night and be like i like can't stop thinking about you like let's go take a drive etc but like she would wanted like a relationship let's go yeah. get maple latte yeah she wanted mm. maple lattes 
from Park Slope. I mean, and he was, he was only 19. He was so little. Yeah. And he's like, and he was like, I'll get a maple latte with you, but let's pour some rum in it and then <laughs> take yeah. our tops off. And take our that tops off. good. And show off our four nipples. All right. I love it. All right. That's my theory. All right. Okay. We have three more. Okay. Okay. Martha Stewart, colon, <laughs> I witnessed Taylor Swift crash wedding with boyfriend Connor Kennedy. No, because I do know who said no. that. <laughs> <laughs> As I picked this, I was like, Caitlin will know. Caitlin, for a bonus point, who said it? Well, she was there because her late husband's daughter is married into that family as well. It was Kathy Lee Gifford. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. I dare you to ever find a quote from Kathy Lee Gifford that Caitlin doesn't have tattooed on her memory. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. This is from August 2012. Honestly, looking back at the Taylor Swift, Connor Kennedy brief romance was one of the funniest parts of making this quiz. Um, here's what page six said. On Thursday's show, the animated host spoke about the accuracy of the report, saying it's true Swift was repeatedly asked to leave the event by the bride's mother and Gifford's stepdaughter, Victoria Gifford Kennedy. And then Victoria Gifford Kennedy told the Boston Herald that Connor Kennedy texted her an hour before the wedding, an hour before the wedding, asking if the couple could attend. I don't know. I didn't know there was any drama going on at the time until I spoke to Vicky, Kathy Lee said on the morning show. I'm not sure Taylor didn't know that she wasn't invited. And then Taylor Swift's rep told Us Weekly that she was invited and that the bride thanked her profusely for being there. So, mm, Tree Payne lied. Mm. Something. Mm. Something's messed mm, up mm, there. Mm, but I hope they all had Kathy fun. Kathy Lee will get you. <laughs> you're gonna, if you're gonna misbehave, make sure Kathy Lee's not there because she will tell everyone after. Yeah, she's been drinking since the day before. Come yeah. on. So, uh, next. Taylor Swift explains why she walked NYC streets with her cat in her hand. Oh, God. <laughs> true false. <laughs> it sounds true. <laughs> it is true. That was BuzzFeed, February 2015. And the answer was she was putting the cat in the car to drive it somewhere else. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it's like a BuzzFeed story. So it's like every sentence is like four <laughs> photos in between it. So it takes you like half an hour to find out why. Okay, last one. You guys okay. did amazing on this. You, Thank you. Uh, you, you know. Taylor Swift allegedly vying for Glinda in Wicked Movie. Oh, gosh. <sighs> Whether the headline is true or not, it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. I was going to say yeah. opposite. I don't feel like she wants to do it, but I feel like we're all interested in the take. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll say I think the headline is the headline. Has been, the headline has is false. No, I, that's what I, I think that. Okay, I think the headline is false, but I think the sentiment is real. You I think, think the, the headline is. I thought the opposite true. immediately. Okay, this will be. This will be. The, okay, I can't wait to see what happens. Okay, the headline is fake. The real headline is from November 2011, yeah. which is Taylor Swift allegedly vying for Eponine in Lehman's. Wow. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. That's probably I remember that too. I remember that. Yeah, that I. Buy. I just assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd buy that one more. I I buy that more, but I'm pretty sure that any time a major musical is being done, that's why she's like, hmm, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I just think she knows that she doesn't have the voice for Glinda, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like they were like, Taylor Swift wants to be Cosette, you know? Like, right, 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 right. right. Eponine is like the Taylor Swift range. Yeah. And Glinda is not the Taylor no, Swift range. She can't get torn apart by Patti Lapone. Like, but also, no. okay. we all know how this goes. She's like at lunch with Selena and they're talking about how fun would it be if we were Alpha and Galinda, right? And someone goes, she's eyeing the role. Gotcha. Like, yeah. 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 That's real. yeah, that's you fair. Know, that's, real. that's fair. You know, it would be fun. I mean, they yeah. should do it for charity, but. 
<laughs> if the charity is our entertainment and they should just yeah <laughs> yeah selena taylor it's the actors fund but it's not raising money it's just giving the actors enjoyment the comedians fund i think if they did that ariana grande would just go on instagram and go what like i think <laughs> well, i also yeah. also buy that patreon so everyone's gonna make money yeah <laughs> listen i don't know what part selena would be singing i think Alphabet. Just listen. Post. Selena's gonna be Alphaba. Taylor's gonna be Galinda, and it's gonna be on this Zoom. I can't so. wait. Yeah, I love all of them Watch like out. my Pass own mo- mothers. I love those ladies. Yeah. They're my best friends, and they gave birth to me. I have that Caitlin has nine points and Lauren has eight points, but I got confused with the last one, so it really could be anything. I'm pretty sure I got the last one, but you know, I what? think Lauren got the last one. I didn't yeah. get the last one right, but I did get the emotional part. So I think it was a tie. Okay, I think it's a time. Okay, it's a tie. You guys really know right, your gossip. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my god. Well, it's nice to know that Caitlin and I are still queens of gossip. <laughs> yeah. From Kathy Lee's mouth to our ears. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Kathy's calling right now, so we're okay. gonna pick up this call real quick, and then we'll be right back. She's drunk. The old Kathy She's- can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy wasn't feeling really chatty, so we're back relatively quickly. Um, but ladies, uh, Victoria, I have to imagine you came prepared with a thesis today. Yes, I have a thesis. Okay, so right. my thesis is a not detailed. It's sort of just like a, a framework for a Taylor Swift jukebox musical. Yes, already. It. Where? Who do I send the money to? I mean, and this ha- and this has to happen. Yes, that's true. I mean, this will, I would bet money that this will eventually happen. I mean, easy. I would say that personally, I I think the trend in jukebox musicals lately is to just make them biopics about mm-hmm. the life of the people singing the song. Mm-hmm. This is more in the Mamma Mia vein. Great. Which mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. there's nothing to do with Taylor Swift. The best vein. Like, it's, it's her song. But we don't need to go, like, it's Taylor right. Swift is not the star of the yeah. musical. Okay, great. So okay. the musical is called Love Story. Oh, wow. Okay. Probably colon okay. the Taylor Swift musical. You know, you're just going to make sure it's obvious. Oh, yeah. We got to sell this. Yeah. It's got to be Love Story. So then the opening okay. number is the song Love Story. Okay. But the way I imagine it is sort of like every couple lines is like a different couple singing to each other. So okay. we're sort of like entering this sort of like rom-com bubbly world to maybe like there's two like old people who are like we were both young when i first saw you i closed my eyes when the flashback start and then like other people are like romeo take me you know so it's like Mm. we're building a world it's not necessarily one person's song so then the musical would take place from november until like christmas new year's eve time because i think a lot of taylor swift songs like mention this time of year mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also i really like one of the christmas songs and wanted to get it in here so you'll see how that unfolds so the heart of the musical is a love triangle i didn't name these characters but i gave them placeholder names okay so mm. the man we can call him jake gyllenhaal <laughs> Uh, and okay. he is getting married to a woman, and we can call her Selena Gomez. Ooh. But he is in love with his best friend, who we will call Blake Lively. Mm, you know, wow. We didn't touch on, but Blake Lively is an iconic Taylor Swift best friend. Yeah. I I do love watching videos of, of Blake watching Taylor. Yeah. 
I do too, actually. I think it, it makes me like Blake more, the friendship. Mm. So the beginning of the show, I don't know if you're familiar with the title song from Speak Now. But if you're, if you're not and you hear Speak Now, you're like, oh, that must be like a woman's empowerment anthem. No, it is not. It's about a woman crashing somebody else's right, wedding right. and being like, actually, you should leave her for me. Right. So that is how our musical is going to begin, okay. which is at the wedding of Jake and Selena. And then Blake is like, no, Jake, you should be with me. And they Amazing. run away together. And so it would be like a huge number and like all the chorus and all the people. And that would be like really fun. So then Selena would get a devastating. I think Selena is probably the meteor role in this. Okay. Um, but she would get the devastating heartbreak song, uh, which for me is forever and always. Uh, I was there when you said forever and always like that's boom. And then Jake, I think, is actually somewhat of a villain in this. Mm -hmm. So he would get to sing, I did something bad. Uh, I did something bad, but why does it feel so good? And then over the course of the musical, I think Selena would find someone new to love. And then I also think that Blake would realize that Jake is no good and has also been using her the same way he used Selena. So she would also fall in love with somebody else. Ideally, one, if not both of those romances would be gay. But, you know, we, we have a lot of room. I didn't really flesh out their love interests, but right. I just have some ideas for song concepts. Victoria, can you put all of these in a playlist with like this and the yes. numbers? Because I I think maybe the listeners yes. of the pod. I need it. I need yes. it. And then we can post yes. it. And then we'll I get greenlit. Taylor will notice. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Taylor's our best friend. Next thing you know, she's sending us Christmas presents. Because <gasps> my mind is, by the way, blown by this. I oh, thank you so much. Uh, chills. Yes. Okay, so it. then I think Selena okay. would get to sing Blank Space as her, like, scorched earth. Like, oh. I guess I'll just, like, lean into this thing. Yeah. Um, I think Blake would get to sing Sparks Fly uh, when she, like, meets Ooh. her new person. And she's sort of like, oh, like, what is this? Sparks Fly Whenever You Smile. I think Enchanted should definitely be in here somewhere. Maybe one of the romantic leads are like meeting this new girl and are like, please don't be in love with someone else. Please don't have someone waiting on you. They don't know the whole backstory. I think that's fun. Um, I just think Mirrorball is like a good character built. Like it's a very like easy to envision as a like solo Broadway stage. Like this is my, this is the way I am type thing. And then also Stay, Stay, Stay from Red, which used to be one of my least favorite songs and has grown on me a lot. It To me, it feels like, did you guys see Waitress? Yes. We saw it together famously because Joey McIntyre was in it. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's a real friendship. I feel like Stay, Stay, Stay is like a classic, like B-couple, funny yeah, yeah, love yeah. song That's type cute. thing. So I think that would be like a fun levity moment and then right. act one would end with like a super mashup of songs i was sort of thinking like you belong with me fearless wildest dreams clean huh? like everything sort of like a chaos no one really knows where anything stands so that's act one okay wow so then act two, like I said, it's Christmas. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of times when you come back from the intermission, they kind of like give you like a song for nothing to sort of just like yeah. bring you back in. So I think Christmas tree farm would be like a cute for like <laughs> an old wow. person to do to sort of be like, oh, oh it's Christmas. Yeah. And my heart is a Christmas tree farm. I also love you know, that, that would song. be like a cute. I, do, I love Christmas tree farm. So I think that would be like a cute way to ease us back in. I 
am learning now that she has a song called Christmas Tree Farm. It's really cute. She released it in 2019, just sort of like for nothing. I think she she <laughs> wrote it like in the holiday season and then like didn't want to wait till the next year. And I think she put <laughs> it out like the like a week later or something yeah. like that. Yeah. In a way, it was kind of like she was testing what would end up being like the folklore model, but she didn't like know mm. then because the pandemic didn't exist. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so then I think that Selena, who will remember was the one who was betrayed at the wedding, would yes. sing Right Where You Left Me, which is an ever more bonus track, which is about how like I'm, I can't move on from the moment sure. that you dumped me. Um, and I think it'd be very cathartic for her. And at the end of the song, she actually would move on oh, from wow. him. Maybe like they wow. would switch and he would actually start singing when she leaves him. Wow. And then mm. I think getaway car would be where Jake is admitting that he only ran away with Blake because he didn't want to get married and he didn't know like how else to not get married except to like run off with this new person. Okay, well now my heart hurts. But yeah, it's okay. like okay, there's other ways. Like now I'm mad for so many people. Yeah, right. And then I think eventually Blake dumps Jake and sings, "We are never getting back oh, together." Oh my gosh. Okay. Boom. Like, okay. That's your like huge like. Party, yep. celebrate, mm-hmm. huge number. It'd be great. Um, yeah. And then you were in love, which Ariel mentioned before. The chorus mm. of that is like, you were in love, you were in love. And that's horrible singing, but that's fine. It and I beautiful. would think it would be fun as sort of like a Hercules, like, <laughs> you can't say I'm in love type moment of like someone being like, no, you're I in like love. That. And she's like, no, I'm actually not. That's not what's happening here. Then I think State of Grace, I just think would oh, also yeah. be very theatrical and fun on stage. Mm-hmm. delicate i think you have to include probably as like selena finally connects with this new person she's in love with and she's like i've actually like, been through a lot and i'm very delicate but sure. i'm like trusting you with this anyway yeah. and then probably at the end the two new couples would sing a mashup of lover which obviously has the christmas imagery of we can leave the okay. christmas lights up till january and daylight which is the last song on lover i could have done a whole thesis about daylight because i think daylight is the like pinnacle summation of all the taylor swift music that has come before and sort of the fact that like taylor always imagined that love had to be like dramatic and complicated and hard and daylight is like actually no like it's not black and white it's not red it's golden and it's beautiful and you step into the daylight let it go curtain drops (gasps) it's over and you could play that that voice note and then where she's like, yes. yeah, it, like I basically it all connects from lover to red of like in the liner notes. She was like, one day I may experience that kind of love, but I'll write an album about that kind later. But for now, it's like yeah. burning red. And then later, it's yeah. Wow. Great. So then obviously you need to have, you know, it's the encore. We all came into bad. We have to sing another song. I think, unfortunately, you do have to put Shake It Off here. Ah! I think there's no way to escape it. <laughs> yeah. I think that is their, like, one last song. We're all yeah. going to sing Shake It Off. Dancing in the aisles. Cute. Yeah. And it's very yeah. important to me that we did not put Bad Blood in this musical. <laughs> Fuck Bad Blood. It could have gone in there very easily. It's very important to me that it's not in there. I wow. think yeah, I think the most 2015 thing that I have probably ever done is my indie improv team was in a competition to get into Del Close Marathon because we didn't get in. So we're in an indie competition to get into Del Close Marathon when Bad Blood came out. And like, you know, all those promo pics, we like made them for each of us during like for the promo and made them our Facebook profile picture. And mine was the callback 
Crusher. Um, ah! And you can cut that out. It's just something that for me brings back a visceral memory. It's so <laughs> cute. Blood. I always think about how everyone in the music video had like a very sexy outfit, including Mariska Hargitay. And then Lena Dunham was in yoga pants and a t-shirt. And it was like, that's not nice. I just want to say, Victoria, I think this concept is so beautiful. And I think we're all lucky that Riverdale didn't try to do this first. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. They couldn't have afforded it. We actually probably no, can't. Thank God. We can't release this because they could get a hold of it. They simply can't afford it. It's no longer in their budget. Yeah. Once all of the Taylor's versions are out, like we're just we're already starting to see Taylor's music so much more in pop culture. Yeah. Like in the last episode of You, like we had and once all the yes. Taylor's once she we all thought that she was like nuts about not wanting people to use her music, but we realized later it was like because um some yeah, yeah. awful man gets all the money from it. And like now yeah. that she is starting to own them all, people are like here we're hearing her um, all i'm saying is this is coming this is musical is gonna wow wow (sighs) i mean i want to see it yeah so um i'm getting uh ben platt's dad on the phone Mm -hmm. to (laughs) some financing together he makes things happen he makes things happen i guess ben platt will have to play jake gyllenhaal in it yeah i mean but he sucks legally legally. in many ways he'll get the comeuppance that he never got it could be good yeah, actually, you know what? Um, you know what could be fun though. I bet, I bet Ben would raise the money to center a show around his boyfriend Noah, who's kind of adorable. We can yeah. get Noah Galvin back in the show. Yeah, yeah Noah could be in this. I actually think yeah. Ben would be great as Jake too. I would actually love for Jake to be played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he would Can do he it. Sing? That would rule. Yeah, he was in uh, Sunday in the Park with George. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he sings. He was so great. Annalie Ashford can be uh, Blake Lively. Uh, yeah, and I'm rooting for oh. Lauren as Selena. Yeah. yeah. Lauren Berkman. Oh my God, did I book? Yeah, yeah. you booked. Yeah, you booked. Congrats. As Selena. Oh my God, I booked. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is incredible. Kate, uh, wow. So I guess you're you're going to be the creator and writer of Victoria and Caitlin can direct. And oh, thanks. I imagine, Ariel, you'll be... Uh, Selling merch? Hopefully by then... <laughs> no, I was going to say, hopefully by then the court case with Taylor will have been settled so you'll be allowed in the building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually think, I think I like don't want to meet her like i do like i do like i also like don't don't like to me she's like an otherworldly like Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. just like yeah glowing to me i get that okay so when you get a chance to meet her just pass it to me yeah i'll give it to you (laughs) and i'll meet her thanks so much i'm trying to think if there's anybody that i like actually secretly don't want to meet that i love that's an interesting i that makes a lot of sense i think if i met her i think I think I'd like it. Like, I think I'd be like, hey, yeah. but like, I, there are people I'm like, I don't know. I'm just too afraid that I would like say something dumb and then like never be, cause I'm going to listen to her music like until the day yeah, that yeah. I die. So it's like, oh, well, I don't want to do anything that would make me then like think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get that because I don't necessarily know that there's like a person I don't want to meet, but I have said the only TV show I never wanted to see in my inbox for an audition was Grey's Anatomy. Like yeah, I don't I don't want to be up for that show. Don't ruin that show for me. Yeah. And the longer it's on, the more people I've known that have like had small parts. And then when I I, mm-hmm. I hate nothing more than recognizing someone on Grey's Anatomy, I'm like, just leave that world alone. No. It's it's mm-hmm. hard when you get like so when you're like get close to something and then mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't want to like ruin it in yeah. any way. Yeah. All, all this to say is, I I love Taylor Swift, and I'll sell merch, <laughs> and the lawsuit will be over. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> we'll make really good merch for the musical. And size inclusive. It, it'll be yes, size obviously. inclusive. It'll be so cool. Um, the Share Show had really good merch, and I was regret not getting it. Yeah, it did. Um, do you both feel like you learned anything about Taylor Swift that you didn't know before? I I do. I realize that I it, like there's this is a subject for which you can never stop studying because yeah. she's just so prolific. There yeah. is a lot. There's a lot. For such a There's... young person, it's really gotten... Sure, body of work is gigantic at this point. I mean, she basically put out an album every two years since, what, 2008? Mm-hmm. It's just... Right. It's, like, wild to me how she can do so many different things so well. Like, I like yeah. her lyricism, her music, her skills. Like, I, I don't... I'm, I'm, like, in... I was, like, in awe when she wrote Folklore and Evermore. I like how yeah. did this happen? I don't know. Uh, like, cause like I got bored during the pandemic too. You didn't see me <laughs> doing that. I rewrote the same pilot outline for twelve months. Oh, Taylor, as a solo artist, has done nine studio albums, fourteen compilation albums, three live recordings, and now has two re-recordings. What is a compilation recording? What is a compilation album? It's like, it's like. Uh, you explain it. It's like like a greatest hitsy type oh. thing of like, but like sometimes like they'll put like extra like I bet that like they count the Christmas EP as yeah. the Target exclusive Christmas EP, which the cupcake store I used to work at. The only things in our Christmas playlist were the Glee the Glee Christmas albums mm-hmm. and the Taylor Swift Target exclusive Christmas EP. I used to absolutely rough. eat up those Glee albums. So rough. Right, but this was like 2015, oh. and they're still like, and the only music we can listen to is Glee. It was our life. Well, yeah. I feel like I gotta well, go listen to more Taylor. I feel like I have to listen to more Taylor, and I hope, you know, I hope to be around long enough to see her Kennedy Center out honors. Yeah, I'm afraid it'll be a, a full week at this. Yeah, point. it will have to be. Someone's gonna start curating now. Selena will perform. Yeah. I would say if you were sort of like, okay, I where do I get in on Taylor right now? Mm-hmm. Or like for you mm-hmm. guys specifically, I would say to go to the Fearless re-record mm-hmm. okay. and listen to that. Because I think that'll give you like a good idea of like Country Taylor, what that was about. Mm-hmm. I also think the Vault songs are really good. Um, and then Red is coming out in less than two weeks. Wow. And I think Red is still probably the best Taylor Swift album. Wow. I think there's, it's... I think folklore gives it a run for its money, but I think red still comes out on top. Um, and we're really blessed that we're going to get that. We have no idea what the vault songs sound like. Phoebe Bridgers is on one. Okay. So that'll be thrilling. All right. I'm, th- I'm thrilled to pieces. Well, thank you guys so much. I can't wait for a year from now when you educate us on yet another topic. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, until then, where can our stand stands find you? Um, I'm on everything at Ariel Gitlin. And I just want to say now that if Taylor plays all too well on SNL, I do not know what I will do. Okay. Gonna really, she's playing SNL on the 13th and that is going to be so emotional. That's one of her most popular songs. And it's like, she's releasing it now. It's like her on her version. Anyways, at Ariel Gitlin, follow me to see how (laughs) sort of I handle that emotionally. All right. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Victoria Adel. Um, 
and I can link to other things from there. Yeah, because, yeah. it's annoying to spell all my stupid little handles. There you go. Else. Link from there. <laughs> you can find us at We Stand Social, and um, look for Lauren as Selena <laughs> on Broadway <laughs> in yeah. a Love Story, a Taylor Swift jukebox music jukebox. <laughs> Juice box musical. I can see the commercial now. It's like Lauren on like a lit up stage in a costume, and she's like ah ah posing, and it just ends with me sipping a juice box. <laughs> oh, a juice box sounds so good right now. Okay. And then I'm like <laughs> juicy juice. Oops, fruit box. I guess someone misunderstood Lauren, the assignment. Bye, bye, Wait. Anyways, this has been another uh, evening of choosing chaos with We Stand Together. Bye. <laughs>